0: What you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my son to Morongo. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to teach him how to play blackjack. And this way I can set him free. That's what I'm going to do because it's only 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here's Laura at UNEEQ underscore. Here's Laura with what you need to know.
1: I'm really, really bad at gambling so (laughs) I will also take the lessons because I'm horrible when I used to go to Vegas I would lose all my money so I'm not a big (coughs) fan about that so anyways that is not what you guys needed to know but I wanted to share Um, so this is wild talking about money a one of a kind Wu-Tang Clan album was sold by the United States the United States I can't speak today the United States earlier this week to that was acquired by Martin Shrekly Shrekly Shrek thank you thank you sir I appreciate that. Um, I was just like, okay, how can you pay someone's debt with an album? But then I looked it up, and it was worth two point four million dollars. I want to know what this album had that it's worth two point five million dollars, because I want to find an album like that and sell it. Because my life would drastically change. I would probably not be here. Um, but yeah, that was. I, I was like, yo, that's super interesting. Like, what makes an album be worth that much money?
2: Do you wanna know the answer?
1: Yes, please.
2: It's the only one.
1: I mean, but really, two point four? No, Five he million? this
2: dude got famous because he was known as like a pharma bro, and he yes, he was true. the guy that bought that album and he bought it and then he ended up having a bunch of legal troubles. He's in jail now. He is. If you wanna read a crazy story, Read the story about the journalist who fell in love with him and left her husband just on the chance that she was going to get to meet this guy after writing about him. It's a wild story. That guy's like a supervillain waiting to happen. It's amazing.
1: Wow. <laughs> I, I did hear I'm about I'm not even joking. That's all true. <laughs> that's wild. I didn't even know. I mean, I totally like kind of read his story, but I didn't read about that.
2: Yeah, he's like, the guy that bought wild. that Wu-Tang album, man. He is just waiting to break out so he can have his evil lair You know, and I don't know. Prey on the hearts of of
1: weak <laughs> men. I was gonna do an evil laugh, but I'm not gonna do that. Because I feel like that's gonna be a drop somewhere. So I will restrain from that. Come
0: on, let's hear your evil no, laugh. No, no, let's no. hear it. Come it's on. Not Come
1: on. Ah, ah, hold on, <laughs> ah, ah,
2: ah. Come on let's Cap, Do you know that story <laughs> though? Do you know about Martin Shrekley? Like look him up. Like type him, type him into your Google box right now. And kay. just go to the images tab. And when you see him, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. It makes sense, this right? Waiting to take over Gotham for sure.
0: Martin, yeah. you say Sheckley.
2: Shrekley. It's S H R Shrekley. Whatever. Oh, here it is. It was the first thing that popped up. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Martin Shrekley, American businessman and convicted felon. Oh, okay. Uh okay, images. Here we go. All right. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those guys you look at and you're like, ooh, he looks
2: really weird we're Mm -hmm. ready to take over gotham that guy is and he's done the time and he's the one guy that bought the wu-tang album you're like oh that dude okay here's what
0: popped up on google it says american businessman and convicted felon arrested in december of 2015 in january of 2021 a federal judge has rejected convicted pharmaceutical executive martin Shrekley's second request to be let out of prison early hmm they call him pharma bro
2: i told you that
1: that wasn't my story that i didn't say because i just want to know even if it's the one album, $2.4 million.
2: Yo, man, he's got far more money. Again, read the story about the woman who fell in love with I want to
1: read that story because I read his is, story and it was like, meh.
2: Yeah, a lot of people don't necessarily believe it, but like it's true, bro. She, I think she got it's, – it's crazy. This That's is the kind of wild. stuff that if you're a journalist in D.C., you end up following hardcore. And in 2015, this was my kind of story. That's
0: you crazy. have told us a lot of things this week, Clinton Yates, that we did not know. Uh, yeah. For example, about um, – the twitter handles of groundskeepers and the grounds crew community of america that underground subculture community of yeah. people who are really into how the lawn is cut or how the the dirt is raked like i didn't know that community existed
2: Mm-mm. yeah no, I do my best. You know, I try to, I try to, re- I try to shine light on underrepresented peoples. It's not always black folks. You know what I'm saying? It's just people doing weird stuff. Yo, Clinton, <laughs> you, know?
1: Clint, you should have done what you need to know this week. I should have um, handed you know. it out because your what you need to know are more interesting than my. Stop what you need it! To know. You I'm just serious. give me fun
2: prompts. That's why no, I'm no, here. No, no,
1: it's awesome.
2: Hi, I'm television, <laughs> Clinton Yates.
1: Where's my drop? Where is my drop? There you go.
2: Bang. Well,
0: that is what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good time less than 90 minutes from wherever you are all right let me let me get your opinion on something here clinton here goes here's the story as i i read it today and and i want to start off by saying this yesterday when the russell westbrook trade was going down and while so many people were calling the station celebrating like look this guy's an mvp he's a scorer he's a rebounder he's a he's a an incredible jump off the floor kind of athlete Um, he's an MVP, just all the things that you might say, he's coming home, we all love stories like that when a guy is coming home. There was so much excitement. The one thing that I was talking about to you yesterday was not about spacing, not about scoring, not about basketball strategy. The only thing I was thinking about was chemistry. How does a superstar come into a team with established championship superstars and play a role. And my question was, did LeBron sign off on this? And I guess it's a dumb thing to even ask because you have to make an assumption that anybody inside the Lakers would have absolutely run this by LeBron before they go make a move of this magnitude. But the story was earlier today, as it was reported and published, was that LeBron and A.D. had Russell Westbrook apparently come to LeBron's house. I mean, you got to go to the king, right? And kiss the ring. Right, and, and they came to LeBron's house so that the three of them could talk about, can this work between the three of us? Russ, can you play this? Oh, by the way, everybody check your egos at the door. A.D., his arrival will mean you'll have to do this. Russ, your arrival will mean I'll have to do that. I'm looking at you in the eyes. You're looking at me in the eyes. Can you do it or can you not do it? I'm, I'm LeBron. I'm telling you, I'm in character right now. I'm not really LeBron. Oh, I'm: a, we go. I, Yeah, yeah. I'm LeBron, and I'm looking at you, Russ, and I'm going, can you do this? Because I'm telling you I can do this. AD, yo, can, can you do this? Because with him, you're going to have to do this. And according to the reports, they sat together face-to-face, Looking eye to eye, everybody says we'll all check our egos at the door. And that is what prompts, Clinton, this trade that went down yesterday. Once I heard that, now I felt a whole lot better about any chemistry issues when a new superstar joins two established championship superstars. What do you make of that story?
2: Well, number one, you left out the best part. They smoked cigars together which was critical, and that was on IG, so they consummated the relationship, if you will. Um, Number two, don't try to hide from the public, Scott. You were a doubting Thomas. You didn't just have questions. You were implying that this was going to have to be figured out. When was I that told you that they had clearly already figured this out? That's why it happened. Did I have the information of the fact that they were hanging out together? No. But I understood, and what I said at the time, and Gregory, I'd love your thoughts on this, is that these are grown men at a point in their careers where deals aren't just getting made willy-nilly. You know what I'm saying? These guys have to know what you're dealing with before you even walk in, and their reputations precede them on every single level. This is more than just a big three. This is the biggest of big threes in terms of the personalities involved. This does not surprise me whatsoever. It only confirms my belief that they're all on the same page, Mr. Bergman.
3: Yeah, absolutely they are. I mean, It even says in the story that they... AD said, I'm going to play the five. LeBron said, I'm going to play the four. And you, you get to play point guard. And then, you know, whenever they want to work out times where LeBron's not going to have to play 36 minutes. And instead, plays 30 minutes a night. It really eases things up all the way around. It's a great fit. Uh, they know what they're doing. And you did say this, Clinton. You did say that they're grown men that, did, that know what they're doing. That they're all, It's all coming together with them together. LeBron makes every decision that goes on here. We, there was never a thought in our minds that LeBron did not have a say in this.
0: Yeah. Listen, you're right, Clinton. Uh, I'm not going to shy away from it. My questions <laughs> yesterday are all about how personalities fit together, not Sorry. how players' skill sets fit together, but simply how egos and personalities and preconceived thoughts and and you know resumes. My questions were all about the chemistry possibilities or how sometimes chemistry doesn't really happen and then the team suffers as a result. I absolutely put that out there yesterday. I'm not shying away from it, but but it, it was very interesting to read the story today that they did do all of that. And, of course, yeah. the assumption would be that they would have, right? I mean, nobody's making decisions without getting LeBron to sign off on it.
2: No, you're right. And and not and, and to be fair to your point, like, just because you can get along in a professional a basketball or even a social context, that don't mean that nobody's going to nobody's house. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that y'all are breaking bread, if you will. This is better than even imagine. My perception of this was like, okay, they're hoopers. They know how to play basketball. They're going to get on the same page. Did I necessarily think that they were going to be meeting up for libations at the crib? I don't know. But they did. That's even better. You know, cigars are getting lit. IG is getting posted. This is about as good as you could feel about this, Cap. And I'm not saying that's a gum back at you. I'm just saying, like, let's think about this moving forward. This makes me feel even better than I felt yesterday about it. You know what I mean?
0: Big time. I mean, I think that if you're LeBron and you're 37 going into this season or during this season, you're probably realistic about who you are at this time doesn't mean that LeBron's not one of the top players in the NBA, but he's 37 years old. The body is changing. It has gone through injuries over the last three years in particular. Um, And and I just think that LeBron having a relationship in advance, doing his own sort of background check. I'm kind of using terms that I'm making up. I'm not like he had an FBI background check. I get it. But LeBron kind of checking the boxes like, hey, we got together. We've known each other. We've competed against each other. But we actually got together, talked about it, looked at each other. You mentioned smoking cigars. We hung out, okay? And now I can feel good like he's not just going to come here and be who he's been. He can actually come here and be a role player. But by the way, I'm going to play mine. AD's going to play his. Everybody's on the same page. We're communicating like grown ups and adults. It makes me feel a whole lot better about the move.
2: we love to see it, Greg. What do you think?
3: I'm a big fan of all of it. (laughs) Sorry, I was was
2: dynamite (laughs) drop in. (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) no worries. I wasn't ready for that one. No, it's all good. I mean, I say that
2: because you're the you're you're the Laker Laker fan here. You know what I mean? And for all of the off season moves, well, I say that because Greg cares about the tenth guy on the bench more than a lot of people do. For all the off season moves that happen in Laker Nation, this is about as good of a one I've seen in a long time from a social and a basketball standpoint.
0: Yeah, listen, this is exciting stuff. What happened yesterday while we were on the radio... (laughs) And you think about going back to Wednesday. Wednesday, we're at Rams camp, and we're like, this is great. There's thousands of fans. There's an excitement, a buzz, and electricity. Who knew that yesterday was going to blow up the way it did, and, and the fans would be just in celebration mode yesterday afternoon as all of this Scherzer-Turner stuff was happening and the Westbrook thing was happening. By the way, the whole Westbrook to the Lakers story completely hijacked the, the NBA draft. I mean, I think I may have seen two or three picks, and after that, I was out on the NBA draft. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, all right, this is the story. The story is Westbrook to the Lakers, not what's going on in the NBA draft.
2: And the Lakers didn't pick. That's a big reason why. It'd be one thing if he got traded and there was no pick, but they didn't even have anybody. So your draft pick for 2021, Los Angeles Lakers fans, Russell Westbrook.
0: Hey, um, I just want to take one minute here to thank all of the listeners this week who lent me a hand, but I got to just tell you that all of your wonderful advice did not work. Here goes. Clinton, I told you earlier in the week that I couldn't figure out this horrendous, embarrassing smell in my family room because my dog peed somewhere, right? So people were calling, and I told everybody that I got my carpet steam cleaned. And one guy called and said, yeah, well, the steam cleaning probably even made it worse, brought the smell out. So one of the callers called and said, here's what you do. Take the rug, pull it up, find the place, and then put down ground coffee. I did that. Let me tell you something. My house smelled like a Starbucks for the last three days. Like like a, uh, like a dog peed in a Starbucks. That's what
2: my house smelled like. You're skipping over the worst part. You're supposed to eliminate the pad. You didn't even listen to the caller.
0: Well, you know Come what on. I did? You know what I did? Because Miranda yes. Gill, who was doing traffic for us that day, she told me, she said, hey, cheapskate. She said, take the rug and the pad, take it out of your house, throw it in the garbage, and go buy yourself a decent pad and a nice new rug. And I finally couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna move the rug out, and if the if all of a sudden the smell's gone, obviously I figured it out. That's exactly what happened. I, I just want to thank everybody for helping me. Okay, but I I had to eliminate the rug and the pad, and now I'm rugless and padless, and actually the place smells pretty good now.
2: Nice. So
0: okay. just wanted to pass that along and say good thanks work. to everybody. Thank you. Good thank work. you very much.
1: You? So we saved your life in two minutes. Okay.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, because I'm telling you, my kids came over and they are like, oh, God, Dad, it smells so bad in here. And I'm like, walk the dog, you know?
3: So, All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be.
0: Hey, um, don't everybody freak out. I mean, it's really only 6, 17 p.m. You're not late for wherever it is that you're going. It's just that tonight... We're going to get off the air 30 minutes early and hand things off to the Angels versus the A's here on 710 ESPN. So it is time to play Big Deal or No Deal. And speaking of big deals, it's a big deal that you call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call our friends. It's Sam and Ash Law, 1-800-304-2000. That's 1-800-304-2000 because you, Greg Bergman, you, sir, deserve what's right.
3: Eh, Sometimes. All right. Thanks, Clinton. Start with you. Today was obviously a big day for Jeff Passan on the MLB trade deadline day. Yes. Well, fake accounts are always strong throughout these days, but one guy made a Passan account that fooled a lot of people, Bob Nightingale and Jesse Rogers of ESPN, to name just a couple of them. That's awkward. The tweet (laughs) was that the Yankees were finalizing a deal for Chris Bryant, which obviously was the fake account. Are fake accounts a big deal or no deal?
2: Fake accounts are a big deal. I mean, I feel like in the early days of Twitter, like fake accounts were kind of funny. But now that we know sort of how much social media moves the needle, not just in terms of, like, how we interact with each other, but in terms of literal news, I'm referring to a place called 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest in Washington, D.C. Fake accounts are kind of annoying. You know what I mean? It's like, who's actually doing this these days? But, you know, getting fooled is one thing, but, like, if it comes to something serious, please, y'all, stop goofing off on the bird. Lives matter.
0: Yeah, I'm – I'm in the no-deal camp over here because the fake account is not, is not the issue. It's the person who gets fooled by the fake account. I've gotten tripped up a couple of times on a fake Adam Schefter account, you know? <laughs> and I, I just feel like such a dumbass when I, when I comment or like or retweet or something. I'll just always hear Herm Edwards in my head don't press send. Don't press send. So make sure you look before you press send because it could be a fake account.
2: Hmm. Just very immature fake accounts. That's all.
3: All right. Next, Laura. Please. You know what's
2: more, you know,
0: you know, it's more immature? guys who set up accounts with zero followers just to say nasty stuff to people on Twitter. Correct. Who are you people?
3: Yeah, that's that's Twitter in a nutshell. Uh, all right. Cap. I'm sure pretty sure nfts have gone just a bit too far at this point a polish influencer named marta rental made $250,000, which actually turns out to be 1 million polish zloty after becoming the first person to sell her love as an nft online rental sold the asset of digital love on july 13th to a currently unknown buyer with whom she will go on a dinner date with once the transaction is complete on her website, Rental said, My name is Marty Renty. It's not my real name, though. It's the digital version of it, coming from the parallel world where the internet is my stage. Is this a big deal or no deal?
0: Did you say that someone whose name is Rental is selling love? <laughs> I didn't catch that.
3: So, yes. But so her name on, online is Marty Renty.
0: Okay, because I wanted to make sure she's not renting love. She's actually selling love.
3: $250,000. Or 1 million Polish Zloty.
0: You know what? I'm going to go with big deal here. Not so much because of the NFT or not so much because she's selling her love. I'm going to go with big deal because on the other end, somebody is buying her love. Who is that person? Who is so sad as to have to spend $250,000 to buy her love? Doesn't even know he or she. If he likes her, let alone loves her. So I'm gonna go big deal.
2: You ever been to Poland? Because I have not. And this Nor have does not I. make me want to go. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my short answer to that one. No deal for your boy. <laughs>
3: All right, next, Laura. All right, Clinton. Henry Abbott of TrueHoop.com posted a story about Dame Lillard on his site TrueHoop about a week or so ago about Dame wanting to be traded. Dame has fully denied it. Now Abbott is doubling down on Twitter, saying he isn't making it up. But Dame isn't having it. Quote tweeting him with, Now ask yourself that same question about me. I've been transparent for a decade. I never denied where I stood following the season. Don't loop me in because of the state of the game right now. What you are reporting is simply not the facts, bro. I'm the ultimate source. Is this a big deal or no deal?
2: I think this is a big deal, and for no other reason than Dame is right. And if he feels the need to address something like this, that tells me that things are not going well in his camp. We talked about breaking bread between Russell Westbrook and LeBron. All that Dame has really been involved in is some rumors and some hearsay, and I think that if he's bringing this to the level where he actually needs to address it, it means that at some point there's smoke and fire i don't know what it is but like that that's not a good look i mean it's not that it's a bad look it's just like that's not a that's a very weird thing midsummer i think for dame to be fighting about on the bird you know what i mean it's like oh you're dame lillard bro if this is wrong leave it alone who cares but i guess it's influencing his life so he felt the need to address it
0: yeah i'm gonna go with big deal here just because it's it's so interesting to me how people cannot leave these things alone like there are times where I will type out a tweet and just before I'm about to send it, I'm like, you know what, man, I'm not going to send this or, or a text. You know, today, my ex-wife was texting me and I'm like, I wrote this whole long text. So on her side, she was getting the bubbles and I read it and I was like, why am I saying this? What, what am I doing here? Just you can't let people get that under your skin. So write it. And then before you send it, look at it. And then just delete it and you'll feel a whole lot better. You you'll feel like you got it off your chest and you didn't play into it. I I don't know why Dame Lillard does that.
2: It's twice in a row that you said don't send, never yeah, tweet. I know this, this, is a, is, this is a major part of your offense it, today.
0: It is. It is, yeah. you're right.
3: <laughs> All right, next Laura. All right, so this is my last one, but I can probably find another one if we need it. Uh, Jalen Ramsey has been added, Cap, to the Madden 99 list. Yeah, Madden 99, if you don't know, is a very prestigious rating in Madden ratings, and only the best of the best get 99s. Aaron Donald is also a part of this club this year. So are Madden ratings a big deal or no deal?
0: Um, I would say they're a big deal in the world of the NFL. You've got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and I think um, who who am I missing from this group? Um, maybe Devontae Adams. I think it was the. Uh, I think that's the last Is one. Ninety nine, really? I think so. I, I, there were five guys in the ninety nine club. Um, I'll go big deal, just because you know it used to be that if you were an All Pro, that was like the sign of you're a really great player. Now only five guys in the ninety nine club. I'll just go with it's a big deal. They've been promoting these EA position-by-position analysis all week. You know, they came out with the top quarterbacks. And um, I don't know. I've been following it all week. I don't even play Madden. I'll tell
2: you this. This this is one place where the NFL does really, really well at marketing itself. Like, people talking about video game ratings and it actually getting back to the players and affecting certain things. Like, we've heard this come up in various off-seasons, and that's really cool. The kind of thing that I don't know – baseball could probably do to have some sort of exposure on. This is just another one of those things that lets us know why the shield reigns when it comes to American sports.
0: All right, we're getting ready to wrap things up and hand it off to Angels Baseball. Laura, big plans this weekend? What do you got cooking? Are you just working all weekend?
1: I'm working, man. I I might go down to this uh, place in in L.A., in downtown L.A. on Sunday because it's reggae night, and their drinks are fire. The music's good, so we'll see. We'll see, but as for now, just... Just working.
0: All right, Greg Bergman, big
3: plans coming up this weekend? My big plans are making sure that I'm ready to go on my camping trip next week, so getting everything that I need that I can get out of here and turn off my phone for 10 days.
0: All right. Clinton Yates, what do you got cooking?
2: Unpacking boxes. That's what will be happening. We don't have any commitments on the Handsome Man Community schedule this weekend, so I'm in the clear.
0: All right. Hey, if anybody (laughs) is going to be at the Del Mar Racetrack, This weekend, I know a lot of people in L.A. like to head down the five, go to the Del Mar racetrack. I'll be there on Saturday and Sunday. You can hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on any other platform. Find me. I'll be there. We can hang out, have a Del Margarita, a cold beer, the whole deal. So uh, I'll be there if anybody needs me. And if you don't, no problem.
2: It's been a solid week, bro.
0: Hey, Clinton, it has been a true pleasure working with you all week. Sedano and LZ are both back next week. We'll be at Rams training camp on Wednesday for Laura, for Gle- for Greg, for Clinton Yates, for the entire Familia and Mishbucha here at 710. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend, everybody, and peace out.